Mic check one two one two. Mic check one two one two. Where we at? A. I'm good. All right, you guys, this is another episode of Style Studio Podcast, and I am in the studio with one of my great friends, <laughs> Trash Elegant CEO, Brittany Murray, what it do? Hi. <laughs> so, yes, I'm really excited about doing this episode. Um, this is actually like a retake from yeah. a prior episode that we did that did not record well <laughs> so god is good we are able to record live um that's basically the objective for right. every episode so i'm really glad that the audio didn't do so well the first time <laughs> <laughs> so um i'm gonna have intro have Brittany introduce herself Brittany go ahead okay <laughs> uh, my name is Brittany and I am the creator owner of um, a women's website called trashdelegance.com yes so Brittany, oh has <laughs> <laughs> Brittany has a dope clothing line it's a mashup of streetwear and femininity femininity mm-hmm. yes <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about today um Brittany is someone that I went to school with, and I pretty much watched her grow um, pretty much from her early years in high school up to the time that she got into college. Um, literally, she's been there for me throughout my monumental season. <laughs> <laughs> Get our seasons. Right, like, you know, I was going through a hood rat season, yeah, and Brittany did. will pull up and be like, Get your stuff, put it in the car, let's go. So, yeah, this episode is really near and dear to me. I just wanted to shed some light on her, her brand, her creativity, her authenticity. She's a very, 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 she's one of the most authentic people that I do know. Thank you. Um, You are very welcome. (laughs) Um, Just, I like, I like her energy, her vibe, just pretty much everything. Um, The clothes also (laughs) fit amazing we try yeah yeah (laughs) the clothes are phenomenal so you guys definitely check that out so we're just gonna jump right into it so Brittany just share with them how you came up with trash elegance and how it birthed Mm -hmm. um and basically like I love the name like Mm -hmm. I'm so in love with the name because (laughs) it draws your attention Mm -hmm. and it's like okay let me see what they got going on yeah what's this yeah Um, the name came from my friend, Eric, we used to work together at forever 21. And it was actually the name of my Tumblr blog. I just had a blog on Tumblr. So he was just like, we, he named it trash delegates because it was really my style at the time. Um, it was, it was, it was risky, but it was like, I could still meet somebody's mom. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I do to this day. (laughs) I was surprised my wedding dress wasn't fatigued. But um, so yeah, that's where the name came from, from that blog. And then once I eventually started the website, I just kept that same name because I had already had, like got a following on the blog a little bit. And it's still to this day, even though I've gotten older, 
it still kind of is a reflection of my style. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. It really is. But as far as the website, I started um, right after I got fired. <laughs> I got fired from um, my job at Phipps Plaza. I was a visual merchandiser. Me and my manager, we went at it all the time. And one day, I guess she had enough. And I, I don't even think I was at work for 20 minutes that morning. And I was gone. Wow. And um, I got fired. And, what happened? Well... I really tell her. I really tell her you wasn't working there no more. What did it happen? I don't remember like the details. We, I really think a lot of it was um, a conflict of culture. She was um, Caucasian, and she had about twenty five years on me, and I was twenty four, twenty five at the time. Mm -hmm. And you know how we address each other is just different i'm not saying their way is right or our way is right but it can be different and a lot of times i felt as if i was being talked to and treated like a child i mean just disrespectful yeah Mm -hmm. and i just wasn't going for it you know i just wasn't going for it and i tried you know to do it the right way you know we had sit downs i had got upper management involved but after a while you know they're gonna take your manager word over you right and um i wasn't going back down and i think that's what they expected and you know after a while it just it just was so toxic and you know it was no point so right. she fired me <laughs> um and well, she when felt some kind of way about my mom always said that she felt maybe she felt you know threatened you know as somebody younger there who does the same thing she does so sometimes people may feel a way about that I'm not sure but you know, at that age, you know, especially at like 25, early 20s, you know, you you ain't taking nothing. Like, yeah. your, your temperament and your patience is different. So, I'm not saying I was an angel the whole time. You know, there was times I could have just maybe watched my tone a little bit. But it never started from me, if that was, okay, you know, I see. to break you it down. You weren't the seed of the issue. No. Uh-uh. You, you kind of just put the flame out. Yeah, it just it just ran its course, yeah. and it, and it was time. Now that I'm older, and I think back to it, I really probably should have been gone, mm-hmm. you know. But and, and you it, said that was Phipps Plaza in Phipps. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was a store called Our House Furniture Store. So I was responsible for like the interior design of the store. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. It was a real artsy oh, job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. Yeah, okay. I loved. I actually loved that job. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do remember that. So, what do you feel like you learned the most from that? situation I'm about from yourself. from all my jobs and not even just jobs I feel like I told my Ebony the other day the biggest thing I learned from my 20s is not everybody has a heart like you not everybody operates like you not everybody's gonna do things the way you do and right. it can be kind of hard to wrap your head around that right. because especially when you've been raised with good morals and stuff and then you interact with some people in the world you like, whoa, you yeah. know, and it can be hard to wrap your head around. And I feel like a lot of times I took things so personal, like yeah. they got a problem with me. It's me and it's something I did. But a lot of times it's them. Yeah. It's a reflection of how they feel of themselves. It's a reflection of their insecurities. And um, their lifestyle. Yeah. And their belief system. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they see you and there may be something in you that makes them feel a way. And, you know, you are who they take it out on sometimes. Right, exactly. Because mm-hmm. you're the easiest person to kind of access at the time mm-hmm. so you're more like the soundboard yeah. but then also like 
you got to get the brunt of mm-hmm. everything going on in their life. And then all the jobs, right. And all the jobs I've had in Atlanta were all creative jobs. So that is already another beast because you subject to everybody's opinion. Right. So in your eyes, it, you know, a mannequin's outfit can look perfect, but to them it's, it's trash, you know? Right. So that's another, you know, it just. How it, do you deal with opposing opinions when it comes to your creative yeah. Style. Like when it comes to your creative ideas mm-hmm. and your projects and what you put out and you're pretty much set like this is what I want it to be. Mm-hmm. This is what I want the tone and the mood to be like. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with opposition when it comes to your creative projects? Um, The older I've gotten, I've had to just take myself out of it more, especially when you're working for someone else. I mean... H&M standard, I worked at H&M, H&M standard was their standard, um, Forever 21 standard was their standard, you know, so regardless of how talented you are, they are still expecting it to look a certain way, and you just have to, you know, for me, the hardest part was never my mouth, it was hiding my face expressions <laughs> to this day, if you I don't like what you say, and I'm sitting there like... <laughs> um so I'm still trying to master that I can't even tell you I've mastered that but I can keep my mouth closed you know everybody has an opinion right. you just have to really build up your confidence in yourself where even though someone can rip your work down from head to toe you can still go home and be like but you know what I believed in it and I did my best right. and you know it may have not been their vision but I'm still proud of what I did and that's not yeah. to say anything less of your ability Mm -hmm. or your gift right that's just you just got to meet their standard at the time and keep it moving until it's your standard right until it's you know your own business or your own vision you know but you know while you're working for someone else you it's something you have to just sacrifice Mm -hmm. it just it is what it is so when did when did you feel like it was time for you to move away from the corporate side Mm -hmm. into being the entrepreneur because i know you're you're entrepreneur all the way. Aww. Like, you're <laughs> businesswoman all the way. You might have whatever else going on, but mm-hmm. you're businesswoman all the way. And trash elegance is all I know. <laughs> looking on the outside. Mm-hmm. Even though I know what I know, but still looking from the outside in, mm-hmm. it's all trash elegance. Yeah. I don't see you promoting any other And I'm not. Bit. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. Like, it's always just... It's my baby. <laughs> focusing on... Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, honestly, I feel like getting fired from that job was my push. I feel like God was like, all right, what you going to do? You know, Um. I had been in a cycle at that point. Start a job, work, you know, six months to a year at that job. Forever 21 was four years. But after that, it was just one year and I was gone. Um, and I was actually going to stay in Atlanta. One of the people I worked with was like, you know, I got a job offer for you in Ashley's Furniture doing about the same thing I was doing at the job I got fired from. And I was going to take the offer, but um, I just knew in my heart, I didn't want to sign another lease in Atlanta. I didn't want to, I just didn't want to be in Atlanta no more. Mm-hmm. Um, it had kind of, it was fun for kinda a while, ran, but after a while it kind of sucked the life out of me. And my best friend had moved to New York. Ebony had left. So it was just, I was kind of out there by myself. Yeah. So um, when I came, that's when I came home. I came home for two years and um, I got a job at the airport, Augusta airport. And um, Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where we. Renting cars. That's, that's when I ran it to you. Yeah, in the parking lot. I was like, what? Yeah, so crazy. <laughs> so yeah, that's when I got fired. So I just came home. I was like, let me save my money. Let me get my credit together, and I just started my business from there, and um, and been doing it since. Mm-hmm. And what do you feel like helped you birth the the brand itself? I know it was mainly a mashup of 
what you already what you already kind of mm-hmm. embody as far as fashion for yourself mm-hmm. but what do you feel like propelled you forward to start creating on another level because you I saw at first I'm like this is what Britney would wear then I started seeing other pieces come out, yeah. and I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to wear. I'm going to wear this, too. And then I started seeing you do the plus size, too, which I really like that because I feel like I'm kind of in between. To you and me both. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I am not petite, yeah. and I'm not junior. Yeah, it <laughs> can though, go both ways. Yeah, I feel Sometimes like just in one ways. body, you can be... Um, you know, regular size at the bottom and plus size at the top right. and vice versa. The the woman's body is complex. Yeah. What do you feel like propelled you to do more as far as getting more into the different trends? Um, I but mean, you kind of said a trend. Yeah, that was always the vision, period. You know, I never wanted it to be... You know, I have to I have to really watch how I word this because I never wanted it to sound shady, but I never wanted it to be just an Instagram boutique. I didn't want it to just be. Um, it is what it is. Yeah, I never wanted it to just be. She's not sh- only on Instagram. Oh my god, she's a whole CEO out here. No, <laughs> storefronts will be up. Oh Sorry, god. go ahead. Anyways, look, I, I I speak life into my friends. Yeah, period. and there's no there's there is nothing wrong with that if there's people want to do that, it, but, but it's it just not what, what I wanted. You know, yeah. I always compared what I wanted to, you know, H and M, um, Zara, Urban Outfitters. Yeah. That is what I look at. Um, not Zara, excuse me, Forever 21. But that is what I look at when I'm looking at, like, you know, not what I want to mimic, but that is the level I would like to right. be on. Exactly. Um, as far as not just as big as they are, but the imagery and the way they style their photo shoots and the way their models stand and the locations. So, I mean, I started in my parents' garage. and Oh, wow. Yeah, I started, I set up a, um Amazon, <laughs> like, Photo photography kit. It was so cheap. Set it up in my parents' garage. I had two lights, and I, I don't know nothing about photography. I took the pictures with like my basic Canon, and um, I had my model Jazz, who does um, JP Essentials. Yeah, she was my first model. Shout oh, out to Jazz because oh, she came through. Hey, and we didn't Jazz. even know each other. Like I I found her on Facebook, and she came, and she was on time, and you know she has she's done multiple shoots with me. But yeah, yeah I saw that. Mm-hmm. I just. The other day I was on the site, you know, I just mm-hmm. had to go back real quick and just look mm-hmm. again. <laughs> yeah. But I just She's still I said, on this there. Is Jasmine. Mm-hmm. I said I, I but it's crazy cuz we're connect I'm like connecting with people and mm-hmm. I didn't even know these people were connected to with each you. other. I was right. just like it it's got to be something like in the spirit yeah. of, you know, creativity and right. artistry for us because I didn't even realize you even had those people on your on on your brain right and jazz was there like when i didn't even have that website then i was on i think wix and i just had like a real basic website so that was before dorica that was before i'm sorry jazz (laughs) um that's when they came so um i I think but i remember because i that's the thing like you know i've been following since Mm -hmm. before you started doing like more of like the behind the scenes Mm -hmm. side before you started going to atlanta yeah like I saw the site beforehand, yeah. and I remember we were talking about doing an email list. <laughs> yeah. Like that was like three. I think it was like three years ago. Yeah, that's when I first started. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, I said, you need to get an email list, mm-hmm. and he was like, okay, what do I do? Still need to, still need to master that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a growing it process. Is. It's a growing process, mm-hmm. but I always feel as though that I'm glad that we can go through those things one on one with our mm-hmm. brand because. 
not to say I don't want to pay anybody, you know, any respect, but I just get a thrill out of yeah. knowing that I did it. And, and you res- you respect it better. Yeah. And you appreciate when you, when it you better. you get it on your own. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, um, when I started with them, it was just in the, um, when Jazz and Ebony helped me and we set up that studio and we took some pictures. I don't know how I edited it. <laughs> I, I think I just put a filter on it. I didn't know what I was doing. But, you know, from that was then and then, you know, now, you know, um, I hooked up with Dorica. I want to say that 2018. Oh, okay. Okay. And since finding Dorica, it's just been, you know, at her studio and just trying to implement I just want to include everybody that's yeah. where the plus size came from because you know how oh my god every time I posted something I just felt so bad because it never felt someone plus size was comment and be like hey you know what you <laughs> what about us and it's right. just like I couldn't say but so much only thing I could tell them was like I'm trying and I really was but it's not as easy as people it's think not. they I don't know. just make plus size in the same cute stuff that they make they in regular size it is a fight to find cute quality affordable plus size stuff I saw it at forever 21 I was mm-hmm. like they got this downstairs but then they got this upstairs yeah and you can this see the difference cute. this ain't hot mm-hmm. so exactly. I get that yeah. I saw that but yeah. When you decided to branch off and start doing the plus size, mm-hmm. I saw the work put in mm-hmm. and I really appreciated that because I said she actually put some effort behind what type yeah. of pieces to put together, what what size mm-hmm. plus size, you know, clothing and, and, and model would fit because I'm so used to seeing the the usual. Yeah. You know, the usual is the Coke bottle with the small waist. Yeah, no. I'm like, we don't all have yeah, a small no. waist. I, um, I don't, I ain't going for that. Um, yeah. I've said multiple times <laughs> in like side conversations with my friends, um, there's a few websites I go to and I'm a fan of the website, so I'm, I'm, it's no shade, but I mean, I don't think I know anybody who has that Barbie doll waist right. and a perfect Coke bottle. And it's just like, you can't, I don't understand how you can re- represent women, expect women to support, but you don't show anyone that looks like them. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's exactly. not realistic at all, it's you know? Not. And I mean, if you're shaped like that, God bless you <laughs> for real. But yeah. you know, I, I don't ever want it to be one of those websites where any girl can't look and see themselves on my website. Exactly. I, that's I'm not going for that ever. And that's how I felt when I got the the green dress. Good. Like, yeah. I don't have to have like no. But mm-hmm. I felt really good when I put that on. Yeah. Even though I didn't have the smallest stomach or biggest booty or the widest mm-hmm. hips, you felt was, confident. I right? still felt confident yeah. putting it on. I was like, this is it right here. <laughs> and that's the goal. <laughs> yes. And I just felt so, I felt free. I still felt like, okay, this is still me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I put some shoes with it and it still felt, it still made me feel beautiful mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Oh, that's, but, that's the point though. You know, yeah. still streetwear. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, look, I'm, I can literally take this. Walk, walk around downtown mm-hmm. and hit up a bar. Go on a date. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It had multiple to me, it had a multiple vibe. Right, multiple um, functions. Yeah, multiple yeah. functions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wanted to transition into your daily operations. Like, I had noticed, I know, you probably think I'm a stalker, but no, like, I, I be seeing everything that you do. <laughs> oh, <hell. laughs> like, I was like, I said, oh, she 
got the shelves set up. Like, she got everything set. <laughs> I love that. Like, how mm-hmm. you had it all set up with all the different pieces mm-hmm. and the sizes and all the um the, the different collections. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was so organized. I love that. Sure. But, like, what? <laughs> Don't let them pictures <laughs> No, I, um, honestly, the, so... <laughs> Operations, money, numbers is not my strongest suit. It is not. Um, it is How something. do you get help with that? So uh, YouTube, um, really, you know, because I haven't gotten to the point where I can hire help and all that stuff. I'm going to get to that point, but I haven't gotten there yet. So I'm going to make that very clear. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Let's be authentic. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, YouTube, um, I, it's a couple of people who own um boutiques or clothing stores on YouTube who I like them and okay. I look at you know what they do but I really had to get on myself about how I was running my stuff because even though I, my my customer service I know is A1 and my shipping is good I just felt as if I wasn't doing things the way I need to do for myself as far as being organized um and so I just had to really tighten up on myself like you know you can't ask God to you know bless you you know, give you what you want, but, but you're you not prepared for nothing. Here. You right. ain't ready for nothing. You unorganized. And, you know, I, I don't want, you don't want him to give it to you and you ain't wasn't ready for none of it. Right. And now so you can't you keep it. Yeah. And so I really had to have that conversation with myself. I still need to have that conversation with myself <laughs> to just hold myself more accountable. I love the creative side of business, but that the creative side really is not what keeps the business. You got to know that operationals and that money. And that's the stuff that I'm really trying to implement so yeah i have my shelving in now just to keep all my um inventory organized my plus size separate um that way i can see what's new what's moving um because i didn't really have a good system okay so right now i think i'm finally it's still a couple tweaks but i feel like now i finally have a better system i like that you mentioned systems i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know if people know but i'm a systems person Mm -hmm. like i love systems only because that's how that's how our minds are set up as women. Just yeah, true. We got compartments. We got different compartments. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they all open at one time, mm-hmm. and then sometimes we got them all shut. So it's like it shuts down productivity. Right, it does. So you know, and I didn't even realize that. Yeah, until I got it organized, I was like, this could have been running smoother. Yeah, but you, you know, just being but lazy. Then, <laughs> even thinking about that, like how you feel like it could have been like this, but it really mm-hmm. took for you to do it that mm-hmm. way. That's first. true. Because I feel like nobody just jumps out the gate being like, okay, well, I need to do this on Monday. I need mm-hmm. to do this on Wednesday. I need to do. I need to do this on Friday. Like, but you know, like the way social media is set up, people. It seems like that uh-huh. sometimes. You yep. know, like everything seems so perfect and yep. so. I'm glad you said. You know, and that. so it's just like, eh, nah. <laughs> like this ain't no game not over here this is not a joke it's literally me telling myself like hey this is what you want make it happen you know and sometimes it still don't happen just like that but it happens you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it does like i feel that it's good for us to be in the trenches and like really and i know no no i know exactly what you're about to say you're right it's just rough sometimes yeah and we just all have a process and Mm -hmm. i'm just like i really do mean it when i say trust your process your Mm, process because your process is honestly the blueprint for the next generation that's true even if the next generation is like well i don't want no clothing line but Mm -hmm. 
you know that the basis mm -hmm. of your foundation with your operations, you know that that's going to carry over in some kind of way to something else, whether right, it's right. hair, whether it's photography, whether right. it's entertainment. You still have to have a daily process mm -hmm. and you have to have systems to keep you in place. Right, I agree. Um, that's, that's, that's my whole thing. Like, if you don't have a system, it, it, it's, it's kind of like you just kind of just going off the humbug, mm -hmm. but you can't really... No, Go it's, off the it, right. Especially once money starts getting involved, because yeah, you don't know where your money's going. In. You don't know if you, you don't know if you even making money. Exactly. If you don't have a system, like it can look like you're making a lot of sales, and you might, but you know, I'm learning now to do better with like my profit margins, and yeah. you know, I had to really tighten up on like my um my pricing, you know, because I do want to be affordable, but. It was just to the point where I wasn't making nothing. Exactly. How, okay, that's what I wanted you to yeah. get into. How <laughs> okay. did you go from say you had say you had a shirt mm -hmm. that was ten ninety nine, mm -hmm. but you knew you had to mark it up to nineteen ninety nine, mm -hmm. or maybe even twenty two ninety nine. Mm -hmm. Just those little differences mm -hmm. in those decimals. How did you get from that point? Honestly, I just got to that point. <laughs> I just been really getting better with these numbers. Like, you know, back from high school math, nah, <laughs> I hate it. Look, um, whew, the struggle. Mm, but um, I've been just watching videos about markups, period, and how s sometimes it's not even about how much you brought the original product for. It's about the time it took to get to the photo shoot, the gas you used to get to the photo shoot, the models you had to use, feet in the models, Um, you know, the the... Uh, packaging for shipping the labels yeah. all of that you know you want I want an experience I don't want to just be shoving your your items in you know generic packaging forever I did that for a long time and I'm like okay let's time to elevate so every step costs money um and I think you should implement that into your um price now I'm not saying uh rob people like because no, yeah. it's some stuff I see on Instagram I'm like now that's just way too expensive yeah. and, but that's just my opinion you know and I'm not even saying they're robbing but in my mind it's just certain stuff just ah I'm not you know no you pay for what you want yeah at the end of the exactly day. um but I do want to keep mine affordable but still good quality so good quality sometimes costs more you yeah. know and that's just being real right um but it makes me think back to like i remember seeing posts from like hair stylists and they talk about like the training they had to do and the hours they had to put in for their certification and all that stuff is implemented in their price you know i understand and it's still it. not over yeah yeah exactly. it's 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 still not over right so we still got a lot to do you right. know me personally i'll segue into this because your customer service is bomb thank you always <laughs> been bomb. it's been bomb for the past past four years for me thank you um customer service is something that we don't get into a whole lot we don't we don't touch on that a whole lot in beauty school mm. and that's something that i wish we would talk about in every profession yeah because my god because i mean cause <laughs> to me it just seems like it's this just year, going yeah i'm starting to see like customer service is starting scary. to take a downfall it's scary and it's like okay it's dollars over customer service and mm -hmm. i'm like but you don't understand the dollars are bring not going to the dollars are not going to continue to flow in if you don't have right i think person. a lot of that too comes from you got to really make sure what you're doing is something you're passionate about right. because i think a lot of people are doing stuff that brings it that they may be good at and that may bring in money but do you truly love it right you know because when somebody going off on you about something you know i think you move different when you love what you're doing yeah. 
I'm not saying you never gonna have a bad day, but I think you just move different when your name means something, when that Google review means something. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just like make sure you love what you do. I'm really big on passion. Like, um, it you know, don't get me wrong, I wanna make money, but at the end of the day, I've done this for free. I've done internships, you know, twelve hours on set with no money. Cause I love fashion, you know, yeah. and I love making women feel good. But, you know, I think in every profession you need to learn to, you meet, you need to make sure you love it. It, it is essential. I think it's essential in how long it lasts too. Yeah, of course. Mm. Longevity mm-hmm. is the goal. Right. I would hope that it, it's not a sprint for some people, Right. you know, and, right. and I have to tell myself that too, like, yeah. It's a marathon. Yeah, it's definitely a marathon. <laughs> it's definitely a yeah. marathon. So do you feel like, I know we were talking earlier about the assistant. How do mm-hmm. you feel about, <laughs> how do you feel about an assistant right now? Um, It's crazy because like when I look at myself and I view myself, I really don't even see myself on that level. I know I need to like change that. I know you got to really, you know, big you up yourself. You your mind around you do. having someone else touch yeah. your baby. Um. But when I'm on sets, on um, photo shoots, like today, I really felt overwhelmed. And I don't like feeling like that because then you forget stuff. You forget somebody's earrings, somebody's oh, dress yeah. ain't steamed all the way. You know, so I think I told Bobby, one of my models, I think I might need to get like a, maybe a, just an intern or just someone who can just help me. Who Actually, just someone who can do social media posting yeah. from my phone. Right, right, That right. way I can focus on my garments laying right, everybody's hair is, you know, perfect, you know. But trying exactly. to get that content and okay. trying to make sure everybody looks good, it, it can get, it can be a lot. And look. It can be a lot. I'm going to put myself out there. <laughs> when you in the city, you know you got a stylist. <laughs> hit me up <laughs> right use me that's what the vessel is for that's true so Amen. like i said today you need to help it you need help, extra hands <laughs> because i'll be like i'll be serious about that um you need to you need to have a team mm-hmm. and i truly 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 believe in having a team so you know like i said you know if you're in the city and you feel like okay just hit me up yeah you know because yeah, i, I can take it. out time to do for you okay why is my nose getting stuffy like this i don't like this nay you got some update <laughs> what time is it okay we're not gonna be much longer juggling being a CEO and a wife because that is like you know that's loaded (laughs) her facial expressions get me every time she's like (laughs) oh god we are live live I love doing podcasts hear my voice on the mic i'm not beyonce don't want to be i want to be lauren hill or shaw day or india Ari or erica <laughs> and we're back so we are here with Brittany from 
trash elegance i'm sorry she's a ceo <laughs> that's what i want to say because she is a ceo well respected world mm-hmm. renowned oh okay her clothing is all over the all over the world you better speak it right we gonna manifest that please amen yes there we go so Brittany, we were discussing off air because i have to make sure certain subjects are okay with my guests i do that <laughs> um how is it wearing your multiple hats i know you have a wife hat you can see the bling. Oh my god! Bring your attention to the bling <laughs> and the blessing. Um, she is on the wife committee and squad, so she does wear multiple hats. So, how is it wearing the CEO hat versus the daughter hat, the sister hat, and the wife hat? Um, how do you get? How do you find your balance? How mm-hmm. do you gain your balance in your in, right. in your bearing i'm still learning how to balance it all um because i'm not even to that level where it's off the chain but i already feel like okay you need to put some boundaries in you know um mainly with being a wife um because it's brand new <laughs> um because I, I haven't been married two years so it'll be two years in September. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know why it feels longer. Yeah, it, it, it does probably because I don't know. I don't know. I think it just feels longer just because your spirit just, it seems like y'all been carrying each other's spirits for a while. I'm old. That's a whole nother topic. <laughs> don't even get me into that. <laughs> right. What? <laughs> what he said? That was a real laugh. Because <laughs> you caught me off guard with that one. Yes. Um. No, my husband is... Um. Man, he's like really like my best friend. I know that's kind of cliche, but he really is. Um, he's known that how passionate I am about my business. Um, I don't think I could be with somebody who didn't understand it. And I don't think entrepreneurs specifically can really be with anybody. I really think you have to be with somebody who knows exactly how committed you are to it because, um, you know, it, it's rough sometimes, you know, because in certain conversations, they sh- they don't have anything to do with business, but I will find a way to bring it back to business. <laughs> and he looked at me like, all right, here we go. You know, but he lets me, he let me vent and, yes. you know, say what I have to say, but I know that I have to do better with that because that's not the only part of my life, even right. though it means so much to me, you know, so does he. And so does my mom and dad and my brother, my friends. Like, I can't even remember the last time I went out with my friends you know and I I have to do better with that because um I am one of those people who once I get locked in on something until it gets to the point where I'm happy for about it you won't see me yeah you know I just I I don't really celebrate stuff like I don't celebrate my birthdays like that yeah and people have been telling me that for years you know um it's just because there's just like a certain you know it's a certain place I see myself being and when I don't see it at the age I am now I'm like do you deserve a vacation do you (laughs) do you deserve celebrating your birthday why not (laughs) and you really the the thing is you really you you have to find a balance with that because it's like I see now that I'm about to be so I'm 29 and um I know time be flying man (laughs) so When I was like 21, 22, my friends would take spring break. They yeah. would go and, um, you know, take their week off of school. And yeah. I, would, I wouldn't. I I would would stay at work 
and I was working at Forever 21. You know, they were slipping them checks back then. And, you know, I really <laughs> wish I had did that, though. I wish I had took those breaks and made those memories because it's like all I did was work, you know, and I worked for a company that really would replace you like that. You oh, know? yeah, you could and drop then, dead and right. then you like, position posted up. Peace out, you know. It's so the back wall. Right. Um, I'm really, my husband really has taught me you got to celebrate your life still. Whether you, you know, have hit that specific goal by that specific time, you still need to celebrate the simple fact that you even went after it. You know right. what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, I'm really hard on myself. I don't know if that's just an entrepreneur thing. I don't know if that's a Scorpio thing. I, I don't know. I but you were a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. But um, I have to, he has to constantly tell me like, all right, put your computer down. You know, um, let's go walk around the block or go get food, you know, something. But the balance is, I think, um, it's something, you know, I'm still working on, but it's something that I I want to do better at because, you know, I love who I'm with. Right, you right, know, right. I think it's different when you ain't messing with who you with. You're like, yeah. nigga, please, I'll stay in this office all day <laughs> if I want to. <laughs> we married to the computer right? <laughs> but Get you know, in there and sit down. You know, when I win, you know, I feel like he win. And, you know, so. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Don't Live, married to the computer. <laughs> you know how they say they married to the money. Married to the game. Um, look, this phone is my best friend. Right. We don't need to talk to you right now. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. We got quota to meet. Right. We got to make mission. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I love that. I I can tell, and I think that's why my spirit is always just led to like drop something on you i know you but you be like jamara always she always doing this like i always drop something on you because i'm just like i'm always led to you mm-hmm. one way or another a few times throughout the year it happens every year something gets a hold of me and i'm just like hit britney yeah hit britney just hit her one time i appreciate time. that you you're very welcome yeah. i always i i'm i am spiritual Mm-hmm. I try not to put that out there too much because I don't want nobody trying to invade my space. Mm-hmm. Trying to get up in there and get too close. But I definitely I'm 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 a I'm a spiritual person, so I see things in a different eye. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I can tell just being a creative person. Mm-hmm. I mention that a lot because we we have a lot that weighs on us. Because yes. we are literally open vessels. Yeah, right. And a lot of times we get depleted. Mm-hmm. And we deplete ourselves. Especially when you work in jobs and an entrepreneur. Yes. It, it can be a lot. And we give mm-hmm. a lot of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we give so much of ourselves that we do it on an unconscious level. Mm-hmm. To where we don't even realize that we need to be poured back into. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, not to say, you know... For anybody who doesn't have a husband, that they, this cannot happen for them. But mm-hmm. in this case, I'm happy that you have someone mm-hmm. in your life that understands your journey, that understands mm-hmm. the blessing and the anointing on your life mm-hmm. and what you were called to do. And he knows where he comes into play, not where he fits, because I don't believe that people just fit like a puzzle piece, but, right. you know, like they're an accessory. Right. I believe that we are paired with our spiritual match, yeah. you know, with, with, with those that are supposed to walk mm-hmm. alongside us. On yeah. Journey. And that's not just, you know, relationship wise, that's friends. friends. Oh yeah. You know, I think, I thank Shout God right, for my parents, you know, <sighs> I mean the support, you know, from all of them. Right. 
Right. It's unmatched. Yeah. For sure. And you need that. You, you do. You need the balance. And a lot of times we don't even realize what we need until we're you like completely empty mm-hmm. and we're like stuck. Yeah. You know, sometimes we just gotta step away mm-hmm. and I think that's where those people that, that your support system just like when people have new babies and they talk about how they didn't get through it without their support system yeah. it's the same way right. with entrepreneurship and not even just entrepreneurship I mean new jobs just you know school you know that's your support system is everything right. it don't have to be a lot of people but every person does need to play a significant role right yeah. right so do you feel like this is so sorry because I know people be like, oh, my God. But, like, do you do you feel like once you start, you know, start building, like, onto your family, do you feel like you will have your kids? Oh, Lord, here you go. I, see, I didn't say it. <laughs> I ain't come out and just say it. I was, I was talking like Ooh, it was the pressure. Started. The pressure. No, but I'm saying, like, okay, for example, <laughs> like. No. You know, you have kids. You're a creative person. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get them into learning how to sell? Oh, well, I mean, I'm, <clears throat> whatever they want to do, as long as it's, you know, legally okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll never want to. Because my parents was like that. My parents, my mom and dad, you know, don't get it wrong. My parents, my mama did not play to oh, this no. day. But she let me express, her, her and my dad, they let us express ourselves as long as we, you know, was still conducting ourselves as children. I'm, you know, I remember wearing all types of colorful stuff, yeah. mismatched stuff. You know, my mom. You with them headbands, boy. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm off. You let your kids, you know, you know, figure out what they want to do. You know, I don't have any kids yet, but I don't see myself telling them you, hey, you need to. Hmm. Mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. I think that makes them pull away. Yeah, no, it does. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Like I see this. Just an example. This is a wild example, but. I, I, Serena just hit my head. Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. I see how she is with her daughter, mm-hmm. and how she kind of just lets her express. You know, she just lets mm-hmm. her express herself yeah. and her creativity. And mm-hmm. then I see it with my friend Anna too. Like her daughter is a firecracker. Mm-hmm. Like you, I don't. You didn't meet her. Mm-hmm. Monet met her, but I see how you know the moms that I've been around. They just let their kids kind of just have their free will but Mm -hmm. i see that certain level of discipline that they still have and that they Mm -hmm. give them but then they continue to just let them like be who they are yeah and their personalities are so vibrant Mm -hmm. and so and And i love people like that i love Mm -hmm. that like i love to see that kind of parenting Mm -hmm. where it's not so rigid you know and then they grow to be very just beautiful adults too yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah And I feel like that's what helps to bring more creatives mm-hmm. to the forefront, too. It starts with your parents. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you're held back in any kind of way from mm-hmm. just being able to express what's in your mind, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like you are you become a prison to your own thoughts. Yeah. And so, I think it, it takes a hit to your confidence. Because your parents, I really feel like, are the people who give you your confidence, you know, get from the jump. You right. know? So, you know, I remember my dad used to let me, like decorate my I remember me being like so young in Germany and my dad had this old like military trunk that he didn't use anymore so I he put it he let me take it and put it in my room why I was like elementary school with a table in my room like I had my own loft or something I don't know but my dad let me put my own tablecloth on there in this bowl with floating candles in it I was like in middle um, middle school elementary school I really want to say elementary but they just let me, you know. Wow. They really let me, you know. They, I love them. 
<laughs> but they let me really just be me, you know. That's crazy. That's the only person I haven't seen. My dad. dad. Oh yeah. He, That's it. I like, love my dad. <laughs> he is off the chain. I've seen your brother, seen your mom, mm. but I have not seen your dad. Yeah, he's a delight. <laughs> <laughs> that he is. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So talk about I just want to talk about one more thing. Mm-hmm. Talk about your time, like, overseas. Like, how did that play a role in how you pretty much conduct yourself around other cultures and being a diverse person? Because you're very diverse yeah. when it comes to just interacting with mm-hmm. different types of people um, and yeah. style. I, um, honestly, I wouldn't have been wanting to – I wouldn't want to be raised any other way. I loved – I was military brat. Um, my best friends when I lived in Germany, one was Asian – one was white, um, and then I had, you know, of course, black friends. So I grew up with so many different people, and um, it was normal to me when I moved to Augusta. That was like culture shock yeah. to me because when I moved to Augusta, I was sixteen, so I was I was the end of my the same, yeah. yeah end of my sophomore year, about to be my junior year. So I spent most of my time overseas, mm-hmm. um, and so that was it, it was culture shock, but. Um, I mean, I guess it just, you know, I always have been big on representation and that may, that may be the reason why, just because I always seen everyone represented, you know, everybody was included, everyone, Mm -hmm. you know, so Mm -hmm. it's been an adjustment as far as like with my site to, um, you know, right now I've only worked with black models. So, you know, (laughs) This this subject is kind of touchy for me, not touchy, but it's just like I've had this conversation with multiple people because I really want to keep it that way. Okay. I really, you know, I just feel like we don't have nothing that's yeah. just ours, yeah. you know. Um, and I feel like we every, have to appropriate. Yeah, I feel like we have um to always share with someone else, yep. or someone has to take everything we have, right? Um, and we get no credit for it. Exactly. Um, I can't tell you how many fashion shows I've watched when they will send fifteen models down the runway with cornrows and bamboo earrings, but they all white. Get a black model. Exactly. That's <laughs> us. Right. That's so, what you're trying right. to show. Exactly. And that's usually who the number one consumer is. Exactly. You know, who you see the most in Gucci and all this stuff. You see black yeah. folk in this. I don't see too many um, Caucasian celebrities in Gucci like the exactly. way I see black rappers, you know, in Gucci. Right. But the point being is just when, <laughs> when I think about my website, um, you know, I, I've played with the idea of maybe incorporating other races. And ethnicities, but I just right now I just I just I feel like we need something. You want you know, to you know, us. I, I you have to. Yeah, you know that's what that's where I came from, and it, whenever I have a seat, that's it, they gonna be black. You right. know, so they we have to be represented, and we have to be represented well, and um every shade, every weight. So it's yeah. just that's that's really important to me. The whole body type thing we right. talked about earlier, right. and making sure we represent it as black women right in a positive right. light exactly yeah. exactly mm. yeah i i i'm with you on that i don't feel as though we have enough we don't um i don't feel like we should stop until the world re- realizes Wake that up. you know right. we're here right we, we own more than three percent right and i think they feeling it now with this you know with everybody really talking about you know shot black and all that stuff you, you there's know, definitely a revolution yeah going and on. we're currently see, in the middle of a revolution. right you see all the a lot of brands you know putting out these 
silly statements you know not trying to be rude or nothing but a lot of these statements you know we're all for inclusion but then you look into you look at their facebook and instagram feed and every model is white blonde hair blue eyes exactly and then every once in a while they'll throw you in one dark skin girl and i'm thinking why is that every once in a while and they know what they're doing it's just to keep it's just so they can say they diverse enough to keep affirmative action in order yeah they know what they're doing Mm -hmm. though they know what they're doing (laughs) <laughs> and I and, and I think that's another reason why I don't feel bad about having a brand. Yes. Right. It's it's catered to, to women who mm-hmm. have all textures. Mm-hmm. But it is it's it's catered to women who are of color. Mm-hmm. You know, have different variations of melanin. Right. You know, right. you have a curl. If right. you have a curl, we are for you. Yeah. That's, that's and the thing is, I feel like it hasn't kept me from reaching other people. I mean, I have white customers. Um, I have friends from when I was in fourth, fifth grade who are white and still shop for me all the time. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, you, I've really, I'm learning that everybody ain't going to like it, you know, yeah. but it ain't for everybody right, at the same exactly. time. So you just got to, you know, you, you can't lose your morals in anything you do. And I just feel like we are so underrepresented, you know, and it's just old. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's getting old. I want to feel be, I'm being authentic to myself. If I put a whole bunch of people on the website that didn't look like me, right? So, exactly. Yeah. To me, I feel like it's only doing yourself a disservice. Mm-hmm. It's it's not helping you right. at all. You know, I just feel like we just have so much to bring to the creative front. I mean, we are the creatives. Like, let's let's be honest. But you heard what she said though. <laughs> validation. You know. Validation. <laughs> And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Amen. Like that's that that's how that's I real. Feel. That is real. Yeah. Um, I really love this. I really love this episode. No, thank I'm you. Really I really like. I'm so. I'm excited. glad we got it done. I know. I'm Take so ten. We been trying. This we hold. What did they say? One take, Drake. This was definitely not a one take. Nah. Drake. We definitely. This is <laughs> we been at it. We this. Look, God is good. We are here. We've established our (laughs) presence. Hope you all enjoyed this episode. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much. I appreciate you so much. No problem. Um, I do pray for the prosperity of Trash Elegance. Me too. I pray that you continue to receive (laughs) abundance and growth in the brand and the company. Um, I am definitely going to be getting more pieces, <laughs> setting up more photo shoots. New with, stuff dropping. Period. Mm-hmm. She just did a photo shoot today. Today, yeah, with Jarrell. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shout and my out models. to Nicola. Shout right. out to Jarrell. Yes, he is phenomenal. Yeah, the goat. The goat. Mm-hmm. The goat. <laughs> we have another goat in the CSR. The CSR is full of goats. Yes. Y'all just need a to lot get of on talent. It. A lot of talent. Y'all just need to get on it. Yes. Get with us. He's so talented. Get behind us. But it's a <laughs> lot of creatives here. It's a lot of goats. We have a lot of thoroughbreds. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people cut from very, very authentic cloths. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, join us Wednesday at 7 p.m. This episode will be dropping live. <laughs> I did it right. Okay. I did it. <laughs> and also Apple Music, Spotify, follow, subscribe, share it. Share it. Share it. And become active. Talk to me. Talk to us right. so we can get you more content that you like. Um that's all I got for y'all today. I'm pretty 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 blown away by this episode i'm done yes also shop curly kink connect 
We have your Lotus Oil on deck. This is our Healing and Growth Serum. Also, it can also be used on your face. I haven't shared that with okay. the CSRA, but it can be used on your face. It can be used on your body. It can be used also for my braiders who get the dry cuticles. Um, just dab a little bit of this on your cuticles and get rid of those dry cuticles, peeling cuticles. Get rid of the pain, the bleeding, all that extra stuff. Knock that on out with that lotus herb. Yes. So, yeah. We're wrapping it up for today. Thank y'all for watching. Peace.